Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Business in Heels podcast, the podcast that inspires and educates women in business globally to succeed. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Hi and welcome to another episode of Business and Heels Podcast. This is episode 20 and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, I'm sure we can all agree that we are increasingly being bombarded with messages every single day on Facebook, on the radio, TV, newspaper, all of that. So how do we tell our story? How do we keep up to date with which is what's going on in this fast-paced world? Now, today's guest is going to share how we can do that with new tools, new studies. So I can't wait to dive in deeper. Joining me on today's show is Jackie Mitchell. Building Better Business Brains is central to all that Jackie does. She's an internationally award-winning business and brand strategist with a neuroscience slant that has a diverse portfolio across many industries. Now, as a managing partner of brand strategy consultancy Brandstorm, Jackie works with many leading Australian companies from global multinationals right through to SMEs. Now, Jackie's unusual credentials make her a popular keynote speaker and media commentator with regular segment on Sky Business News and the host of the global weekly award-winning show Taking Care of Business on RPPFM. And she's interviewed over 1,000 experts. Now, on today's show, Jackie's going to help us understand the link between the latest findings in neuroscience customer behavior and business growth. So grab a pen and paper you want to take down these notes. She's also going to talk about how a brand, both personal and corporate, can help you grow your business, as well as what over 1,000 business experts agree on. So welcome to the show, Jackie. Hi, Anne-Marie. Thanks for having me. This has been great fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. We can geek out uh, on branding. (laughs) Just share with us a little bit, if you would, around um, the latest findings in neuroscience. Give us, if you would, an overview of what that is, just so that we're all on the same page when it comes to things happening in neuroscience. Yeah, that's a really good question. And I made the mistake a couple of weeks ago, Anne-Marie, I was presenting at a workshop and started talking about neuroscience and I thought, oh, you know, it was quite a good presentation. And I got back to where I was sitting and one of the girls at the table said, Jackie, that was great. That was really interesting and fascinating. What is neuroscience? I've never heard that word before. And I said, oh, 
classic how I got caught up in my own jargon. Yeah. Uh, and it's always really good, I think, to start from the beginning. So neuroscience is about understanding how our brains work. Mm. And they've actually had more, there's evidence-based findings. And there's more now in the last two years or so than ever in the history of, yes. of human science Exciting. there's been. It's, and it's a real game changer. Mm. So it's neuro everything at the moment. There's neuro architecture and there's neuro marketing, mm -hmm. neuro business and neuro marketing, neuro brand. That's obviously my little area. And what I'm looking at is the findings of neuroscience of how our brains work. Because mm -hmm. I figure if we can understand how our brains work, we can then understand how our customers' brains work. Yes. And that helps us with persuasion, influence, relationships, uh, relationships, you know, personal and professional. Mm -hmm. So there's so many benefits to these findings. And what I like to do is pick out the bits that relate to business. Mm -hmm. I'm not smart enough to cure dementia or Alzheimer's or post-traumatic stress syndrome, which mm. there are some incredible people doing that. But I pick out the bits like memory. Memory mm. is a huge bit because that is a really important part of any marketing. If you don't remember <laughs> your message, you don't remember it, you're, really, you're not going to have recall, you're not going to um, be able to refer a business on. Mm. Um, so things like memory, attention, there are so many areas of neuromarketing and I like to pick those little geeky bits out and then translate that into how we can actually use that in business. Yeah, I love that. And I think one of the reasons we are now seeing so many um, advancements, if you will, is because of the technologies, I would imagine, that mm. we now have to be all the, you know, the scientists now have to really be able to study the brain. It's such a complex area however using them share with us a little because i know sometimes people when they hear this kind of things oh well here's people trying to <laughs> you know but it's not at all it really is being able to connect on a deeper level share a little bit more because i know that there's some skeptical people that will say well what if they're using it to try and pull one over on us and that, that's not what you're talking about at all is it well, yes and no. I, I, look, it's a bit scary because mm. some people could use it for evil. I'm yes. using it for good, not yes. evil. Um, but I know with my colleagues around the world, mm. it's certainly an area that we're conscious of yes. because it's so powerful that people could use it uh, mm. for, you know, for, for, for bad things, for yes. evil things. So mm. we have to be a little bit aware uh, of what we're being told. Always go back to the research. Uh, whenever I speak about anything, I'm always happy to say, well, this is where I, this is the source of where I found this from. Yes. Uh, and there's wonderful research institutions. There's one in Melbourne called the Flory Institute. And, uh, mm. and they do some incredible things. They have a lot of free lectures. I turn up and I'm the only business person there amongst wow. a sea of academics, which mm. I love that. I love to zig when everyone else is zagging. Mm. But the, the thing with scientists is they're so great at the science side, they're usually not great communicators. Mm -hmm. So I think to myself, if I can represent the average person, pick up the bits and then communicate and translate that. So I'll give you one uh, example is memory. Let's, mm -hmm. let's, let's go with memory is a good one because we can all relate to that. Yes. So one of the uh, findings has been it's much easier to attach to an existing memory than create a new memory. Mm -hmm. So creating a new memory takes a lot of work. The brain has to work really hard to create a new memory. So it starts in our working memory and then our brain is always searching for meaning. 
-hmm. So it quickly filters out, is this worth remembering? And then if it sort of is, if it sort of gets through that, that process of elimination, it'll go to your short-term memory. But the short-term memory is like a bucket. It does actually get filled up and it gets filled to the top. The brain starts what, what they call pruning. Mm -hmm. So it starts taking the short-term memories out. So what you want to do, if you really want to remember something, is you want to transfer it to the long-term memory, which mm -hmm. is in the back of your brain. And the long-term memory is infinite. There's no limit to that. Yes. So the challenge is how do you then get it from working short-term to long-term? And then how do you get your message to your customers to do the same thing? Mm -hmm. So a, a brain hack, as they're calling it, or a shortcut, is to attach to an existing memory because mm -hmm. it's already in there. And you, yes. and you can relate to things like remembering people's names. You most likely have heard of a technique when you meet someone. So you were today Anne-Marie mm -hmm. and automatically I'll go now, who? oh, I know an Anne-Marie. Yes. So when I was thinking of you, I pictured that person in my head. And then today when I've gone, okay, I've got this uh, chat with Anne-Marie today. And straight away, I pictured that person's head. Mm. So I went back through my emails just to refresh because it's been a while since we, yes. you know, conversed on email, <laughs> bit of a refresh. And I knew straight away it was Anne-Marie and cross, I thought, was because it was around Easter time. So it reminded me of hot cross buns. Yes. So it was Anne-Marie cross. And so I linked that to my existing memory. So the links will be different for everyone because our existing memory is different for mm, each of us. Yeah. So that's a really good, and it, how that can translate to business is if you're looking at starting a business, mm. don't use acronyms. Is, is, is my, I, I can't stand an acronym because it doesn't mean anything. No. So for instance, if you're starting a business and it's AMC, mm. Like that means something to you, but it means, it means nothing. nothing to your customers. And there's no existing memory for most people. Mm -hmm. There are exceptions to the rule like IBM, but they've been around a while and have a big budget. Mm. So when you're starting a business, think about your business name, attaching to an existing memory in your customer and piggybacking on the image mm -hmm. or the perception of that word. Yes. And a really good example of that is budget rent a car. You know straight away it's about, budget it's going to be cheap and good value for money mm. so that's a really really good uh shortcut i suppose for a neuro hack yes yes and i think that you know if we're talking about sharing our message online and across all of the different mediums that we have today as we're creating an experience and we want to if we're thinking because we're always being taught you know create an experience so that even in, when you're not in the room if people are talking about you how you want it to be known and yeah, talked yeah. about people will continue to do that that's why it's so important I'd love to hear some of the latest studies and how we can take that to, to the next level but that's why it's so important that as we're sharing we need to be on brand we need to continue to do that because if we're all over the place no one is really creating a consistent memory it's not being reinforced because we are all over Ooh. the place aren't we yeah, so yeah. Let, what, yeah, what are some exactly. of the latest studies that can really help us do this with with intention yeah okay well one of the biggest uh Mis misperceptions or misconceptions is that we only use 10% of our brain mm. and and that's actually wrong. Yeah. We use 100% of our brain all the time. The 10% is related to what's conscious. Uh, so yes. let's just flip that around. 90% mm. of our brain is unconscious or subconscious behavior. So it goes into automa or, 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 automatic yep. uh, behaviors because mm -hmm. if we had to think, 
about every little thing would go mad. Yes. So it's part of our survival, but 90% is really key. And a lot of that 90% is things like social convention. So mm-hmm. if I, I know we're virtually chatting, but if I put my hand out to you to shake, you mm-hmm. automatically put your yes. hand out to shake mine. Yeah. You don't even think about it. It's automatic convention. Mm-hmm. And so, sorry, it's automatic and social convention. So mm-hmm. if we can start understanding a bit more about that, we can start to tap into that subconscious. So, mm. and from a branding perspective, people will assess you by default or design. Mm. So I've always choosing design people and that first impression, there's a reason why that makes that they're so powerful. Yes. Um, that 90% will sum you up in mm. three seconds. Mm-hmm. And if we go back to the, the saber-toothed tiger days, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it really is, uh, you know, when, I, when you meet somebody, that your brain says, is it going to eat me or can I eat them? Mm. You know, it goes really back to basics. So are you friend or foe? Because we're, for survival, we have to quickly mm. assess a situation. So that first impression is really key. And then to have that consistency, and I don't need to be telling you that from a brand perspective, but that's the most difficult thing that people do. And they get the mix up of the personal brand and the corporate brand, mm. I see it mixed up all the time, particularly for entrepreneurs yes. uh, and smaller businesses who their name is their brand or they're the brand champion, mm. uh, but, but their business name is part of their brand yeah. and they mix it up and, and it really does need to be separate. It doesn't mean you need to be schizophrenic in the way that you mm-hmm. operate, but you just need to be clear about which bits you choose mm. to show people and which bits that you don't choose to yes, show people i love that we'll dive, i think yeah. we'll dive into that a little bit deeper i think because i think that is an area that uh, many solopreneurs and and small businesses struggle with but one thing that i want to just backtrack what you're talking about you know assigning to a memory and first impressions as you were talking it reminded me of how often we will hear someone say i'm an accountant they say their name and i'm an accountant so what we do is we look back or search through our memory for experiences that we've had with an accountant and if our experiences have been horrible we may bucket or put them into the oh you're probably one of those shonky accountants who's trying to you know so that's where why we do what what we do isn't it we look for a memory and then we put you in that that's why it's so important and we'll dive into that a little bit deeper too, if you would, about how we create a really good impression, particularly when we're in a networking event, we stand up and we introduce ourselves because so often we will give our title, our job title. Um, maybe you want and to talk is, about and that And it is too. really yeah. limiting, Anne-Marie, mm, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. What would you say? What would be some things today if someone is listening and watching mm. that has been saying their name and then their job title and leaving it at that, what do we need to start doing so that we don't, in the minds and, and, and thoughts of our ideal clients or the audience, leave them to associate who we are with memories that they have about our industry? Okay, well, bit... number one is top and tail. It's a really another good memory hack. Yeah. So what you start, you start with and you finish with the same thing because hmm. it's been shown through, through research and evidence that the beginning and the end is what people most likely will remember so if you can have the first and the end together that's going to consolidate some memory Mm -hmm. the other really good little brain hack sorry just before we go on to networking with the memory thing is that sleep consolidates memory so if you've got something that you really want to remember you're studying for something whatever read it just before you go to sleep 
and your sleep will sort it out and you can use dream incubation. So if you've got a, a problem, a personal or professional problem, a business problem, a personal problem, write on a bit of paper or have a think about it just before you go to sleep and it's called dream incubation. Wow. It's a really creative problem solving hack. Yes. Uh, and the other one is have a shower. So in the shower, there's been this research being done now that you have a shower, I think, because no one is interrupted by social media. Yeah. And I think it's also the sound of the water on you. It's mm. quite cleansing. There's all these sort of subliminal, symbolic uh, messages that are coming through while you're having a shower. Have a think about an issue or mm -hmm. a problem that you've got. Use that for some or creative thinking. It's a really good time to do that. Wow. But back to the networking mm. <laughs> is uh, firstly your name. Mm -hmm. Now that's the bit that's part of your brand mm. so think about how you want to be introduced uh, and I look I, I use myself as an example because I don't need to ask permission I'm not going to embarrass anyone I can just embarrass myself which I do all the time so that's cool but my real name's Jacqueline mm -hmm. so if I said hello Jacqueline Mitchell it sounds very formal mm -hmm. and and I don't think it sounds very friendly and it always makes me feel like I'm in trouble you know mm -hmm. by my mother telling yes. me off or being called you know Jacqueline come here <laughs> uh, and so I choose Jackie mm. and that's a much easier for people to remember uh, and friends call me Jack so mm -hmm. I've got different versions so I know when someone calls me Jack it automatically says I've got a closer relationship mm. and it's a it's a really nice sort of segue to to, to, to friendliness, yes. which is about relationships. So think about how your name and how you pronounce it and how you spell it. Is it easy? Is it hard? But, but think about the potential perception mm. of your name yes. is the first thing. Second thing, when you introduce what you do, and the accountant is a great example because people all automatically start yawning. Mm. Um, and I think rather than talk about yourself, talk about what you can do for mm. other people. Mm. So, hi, I'm Jackie Mitchell. Rather than say, I'm a neurobrand specialist or I, 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 it's more about I help people mm -hmm. build their business brains. I help people by coaching them. I help people by presenting workshops on neurobranding and marketing. And, yes. uh, you know, so it's all about what is it I can do for you mm -hmm. and start with that and then finish with that. So it's a really good idea to sort of work on, some key messages that you want to uh, to use, mm. and a really good place to start with that's LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because people are looking at your LinkedIn profile, whether you like it or not. Exactly. And it's a real—I don't know about you, Amory—but I come across this real limiting. Uh, it's a limiting behaviour with mm. LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I don't need to be anywhere. It's just I don't. I'm not looking for a job. It's just a CV. Well, no, it's not anymore. No. Uh, watch this space on LinkedIn. That, that's my biggest tip, oh, particularly absolutely. if you're into personal branding. Yesterday we had, um, you might have heard of him, Alex Peruse, um, yes. at a, 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 an event that I was at. And he was saying that when people Google, use Google, which we all know, rather than a lot of the websites coming up, your LinkedIn profile will often be above your website. And so if you're you know information on there is not positioning you in the best possible way then totally what you've just said it, it's letting you down you need to really uh, update that brilliant information because i think many uh, solopreneurs and, and smes continue to struggle with that and a great way to really um, be memorable make a great first impression 
And when you're identifying how you can support people, often it speaks to the problems and the challenges that they are facing. So immediately they're going to be interested. Oh, I was struggling with that. I need to go and talk to yeah, her yeah, or yeah, him. Yeah. Which um, yeah, leads... so it's all about engagement. You know, yes. trying to get engagement. And your LinkedIn, the other thing, your first line. Mm. Don't start it with I. The first line, and assuming no one's going to get past the first sentence, assume yeah. that. Yeah. And then if they get to the second sentence, bonus. Assume they're not going to get to the third. And it's almost like an inverted pyramid in a way. But mm. that's what you should be thinking when you're writing your profile yes. and also when you're speaking. Yeah. I think it's really yeah. important. Oh, important. Very, very important. So let's go then into personal brand versus corporate brand. Do you want to just briefly give an overview of what each is? Because sometimes people may not understand that there is quite a difference in those. And then we can look at how can we bring them together and, and maybe some of the things that you see people doing that we need to stop doing when we're talking about personal brand and corporate brand. Yeah, well, they're effectively the same thing. The, the mm -hmm. principles are the same. The branding principles are the same. And a brand is what people are saying about you when you're not there. It's mm. the perception that you have, that, that you are and what you leave people. So it's the default or design. Yes. So by default, people are going to come up with their own su summation of you. Mm -hmm. um, but let's try and work on the design factor. So mm. corporate brands have been designing brands really well for a long time. Uh, I heard someone the other day, and I always love car analogies, and they said, oh, there, that particular singer is a Mercedes singer and the rest were Hyundais. <laughs> and straight away, you yes, see, yeah, straight away, I don't a, need to actually yeah. explain what that meant. You mm -hmm. know immediately what that is. And that's the power of the brand. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things I do in my workshop, and I'll give away a little secret here, I put up three words on the, on the board mm -hmm. and it's family, magical and fun. Mm -hmm. Now, those three words together, does a brand pop into your mm -hmm. head? Absolutely. Not, not to put you on the spot. Yeah, Disney. Yeah, what, exactly. Disney? And yeah. now, the, and tell everyone, we have not rehearsed no. this. I've put no. you completely on the spot. Well done. Sorry about that. But it's, that's how powerful it is. Yeah. I've been doing that, oh, 17 years or something mm. and it, every time of people have got it right yeah so those three words let's just go back magical family and fun they're really mm. basic words they're mm -hmm. not clever but on their own that made a different thing but together mm. it's credit and image straight away you've gone into disney so yes. it's it's connected or associated with a memory that you've got mm. and disney has created that memory by creating a brand a consistent brand image mm -hmm. and we can do that with people now yes. we're all brands because people, you know, if 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 I hadn't met you and I and, and you and I knew someone in common, mm -hmm. I might ring that person and say, "Look, I've got an interview with Anne Marie Cross. I believe you know her. Yes, I do. What's she like?" Yeah. Now their answer is your brand, mm -hmm. and then after, and then I'm I then have an expectation of what you're going to be like, and at the end of it, the best thing for your brand is, yeah, they were right. There's a mm. consistent. I would say the same thing about Anne Marie. Yes. hopefully it's mainly positive of course <laughs> but uh but you know but there's that mm. consistent description yes and so when you're running a business uh and even if you're running a business you're an entrepreneur or you're working corporately now i've been doing a lot more workshops in-house for corporations mm. on personal branding and people say well why do they need that well, what they want to do is get the ear of the CEO. They mm. want to get the ear of their boss. They want to be selected for leadership on leadership teams. Mm -hmm. They really want to uh, 
look at a, a gateway for advancement within a company. Mm. So whether it's in a company or whether you're running your own business as, as an entrepreneur and your brand name is your brand, it's all part of the same thing. Yes. So you want, you want to be really strongly focused on what it is you're wanting your brand to say. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the biggest mistakes, Anne-Marie, I see is uh, on social media particularly where personal brands have an Instagram account, for instance, mm -hmm. and they're reasonably consistent and I follow quite a few on them. And then all of a sudden they're putting pictures of their kids camping on the weekend. Mm. And I've gone, this, this, this is not what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. This is not part of your brand. If that, if you want to do that, great, yes. but create a personal or a different account. Don't get the two merged. Mm. Uh, because it is inconsistent and there was an Instagram account called um, love the love the peninsula or love mm -hmm. the pen or something and it's about the Mornington Peninsula is where I live mm -hmm. uh, I do work around the place but actually this is where I am right now and I by choice live I'm mm -hmm. with my dogs and by the beach it's fantastic and there's an Instagram account and they put things of the peninsula which is fantastic then all of a sudden they had it on there was um, some vision of snow and I'm going, it's not snowing no. here. They were on a snowing holiday. But oh. using that Instagram account to show, you know, and this is where they missed the mark. Mm. Simple things like that. So understanding and separating those two and thinking about the customer mm -hmm. all the time. Mm. What is it that they're wanting? What have they what have they bought into with your brand? Yes, I love that. And I think sometimes what often will happen is when someone isn't clear on that and those three words that you mentioned, you know, family, magical and fun, three simple but very powerful words. And often, and I love your feedback on this, what happens is people will look and they're not really yet um, building the reputation that they want. So they look at what other people are doing and they try and emulate that. But what they don't realize is if they've got clear on what they want to be known as and continue to share, speak about and bring information that validates that and brings those three words or whatever it is for them, then that is in the strength of this consistency. Do you find that that's what people do? They'll try and look at what other people are doing and incorporate some of those things, which is completely different to the original brand message or those three words, if you will, that they'd originally selected. Yeah, I think there's a real lack of awareness of the why. I mean, yeah. we keep hearing that that the why. Yeah. Uh, but it's you know it's all back to the plan and the strategy. And when when you're out there, social media, mm. and, and I ask that many businesses, why are you on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter? And the most common response I get is, oh, because everyone else is. Mm. And I go, that's not a good reason. Mm. You know, is it relevant to your audience? Yes. And, so, and, and again, we're sheepish. Our brain is, is sheep uh, hardwired like mm. that. So we tend to follow. So we need to stop and ask why. Mm -hmm. What is it we're hoping to achieve? Because the other thing with social media, it takes time. Mm. It takes a lot of time. So all our time is precious. So we need to stop and go, okay, Where's going to be the most efficient way for me to spend my time? Mm. And what is it about social media, for instance? Is it, do I want it to convert to sales? Do I want to build my brand to then what? Why am I building my brand? Why am I getting this image out there? Where's the close? What's yes. the next step? Where, where is it going? Mm -hmm. it, how does it feed into other things I'm doing? So don't do your social and then your digital 
and everything's separate. It's got to be integrated and mm. they've got to leverage off each other. Yes. Uh, and there, you know, there's mixed research to say anywhere between seven to 12 interactions people need with your brand mm. before they'll start taking you seriously. So you don't expect a post and then, yeah, buy yeah. now, you know. <laughs> so it's like tell, don't sell mm. is, is, is one of the things at the moment. So tell your story, add value. But be conscious of the clothes and mm-hmm. understand where where do they go next? What's yeah. next? Yeah, it's such an important reminder and something that I heard the other day, actually from Alex, he was saying, you know, what we're posting on LinkedIn, he said, don't be discouraged if no one's liking or commenting. He said, people are absorbing, they're consuming your content and uh, even though they may not necessarily, you know, post on it, and that's often what will happen. We'll share posts and then we'll be disillusioned because no one's sharing or commenting and we stop or we'll, and, and that's where we need to consistently continue because people are watching and listening, especially if you are consistent and you've got that strong uh, brand message. Uh, such great, great insights there, Jackie. Let's talk about what is it that over 1,000 business owners or business experts, <laughs> business experts all yeah. agree on? What is this? <laughs> oh, well, I was fascinated. It was... um little radio show that, that I do as a bit of a side fun thing yeah. um, on PFM on a Friday and uh, called Taking Care of Business. And I, it's, it's a real conversation and, it's, and I'm, a, I'm a well-known eavesdropper. Mm-hmm. So I've used my eavesdropping skills and brain-picking techniques to pick the brains of wonderful business experts. And we got to five years last August mm-hmm. and I thought, Fantastic. well, what am I going to do for five years? And I, so I went back and I thought, how many shows have I done? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, let's do the, you know, get the calculator out. And I realised I'd spoken to over a 1,000 wow. experts around the world. Mm. And then my, I've got a, a bit of a market research background as well. So my curious market research went, I wonder what they all, I wonder if there's something they've all said that's consistent. Mm-hmm. You're looking for common threads because yeah. success leaves clues. Mm-hmm. So if you can start looking for some common threads and go, well, if a thousand are saying this, then maybe it's worth listening to. Well, number one was just ask. Wow. Just ask. Uh, that's mm-hmm. simple. And uh, it was just asking for help or asking for advice or asking, because if they say no, you're back where you started from. Mm-hmm. But and I don't know about you, I, every, uh, person that I've asked to come on the radio show and I've had some incredible guests mm-hmm. that don't do a lot of media unbelievable and I look 99.9% say yes yes and and uh, and I did was ask mm. and it's amazing uh, how often that 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 can work but I think how shy we are I don't yeah. know if it's a cultural thing or, or rejection you know but it just yeah. depends on people that's what often what I um the feedback that I have heard too that it's like if you know if I don't ask then I won't be disappointed you know oh, and sometimes yeah, that can do shame. can do with the sales as well that's a common thread uh or a common theme if I don't ask them to become a client if they say no then I won't be disappointed but yeah we're a bit afraid or shy to uh to ask but that that is a brilliant insight because let's speak about that at to the close of the show because i mean obviously you've had some great guests you've been able to learn and apply there's probably things that you have asked someone and you've received a yes and that's been opening up to you know incredible opportunities so what would you say to someone who has been hesitant to ask because of whatever reason but Mainly, I think, because they're shy or they don't want to get a no. They don't, don't want to feel rejected. What, what insight would you share? 
Well, number one is build resilience. Yeah. <laughs> Get over yourself. That's one that I used to tell myself. Well, that's it. Just build the resilience. It. And it's funny, those, um, the, the three top tips just asked, number two was use experts and number three was build resilience. Oh, they were the three. Yes. Uh, but uh, look, I think certainly that. Mm. Secondly, if you're really uncomfortable with asking because you feel that you've got nothing to offer back, think mm. about what it is you can offer back or just say, Look, that, you know, could you do this for me? I'm asking a favour, could you do this for me? Uh, and Because I'd love to help you with this. Yes. You know, so it, it's that uh, re reciprocation. And again, yeah. there's been some studies that it works really well. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, there's always something you can do for someone. Yes. You know, it doesn't always need to be as that obvious. It can just be lots of things that you can do to yeah. help someone. And yeah. it might not be right now, but mm -hmm. even saying to them, you know, can I ask you a favour? Uh, and you and you've got always got a favour to ask me anytime. Yeah. Please and um, please use it. Something like that. But look, I think just asking if they say no, you you just keep going to the next one. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned many years ago, and it's a good reminder all all of the time, is that uh, for all of us, I should say, is that a no does not necessarily reflect or does not reflect on us or what we're doing or what we've asked of them. It often is just what's going on in their life and and what's happening for them. So um, once you realise that, it's like, okay, move on, next kind of thing, and that makes a, a huge uh, difference. Jackie, it's been such a pleasure and an honour to speak with you today. Share a little bit more how people can get in contact with you if they'd like to dive deeper into this neuroscience and how they can really leverage this in their brand and messaging and really getting their message out there. What's the best way for them to do that? Uh, it's easy, Anne-Marie. Google me. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Easy, easy. Find me on LinkedIn. I accept all requests. I post articles and posts. And Alex would have also told you about articles to use SEO in your articles on LinkedIn. I think that the stats are something like 0.1% mm. of people actually write articles. So that's a really wow. good tip. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if, if, if SEO is important for your business, write some articles for LinkedIn. Just Google me. I'm, I'm easy to find. Uh, LinkedIn, uh, join the conversation. Love to continue this conversation. As you can see, I'm really passionate about it. And yeah. uh, I really enjoyed this conversation with you, Anne-Marie. It was really good fun. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Me. It's uh, great to interview you as well. And uh, just hearing the passion come through in, in what you're sharing, particularly about what's happening, is very exciting. And it can really allow us to um, not only leverage this, but really connect at a deeper level with our ideal clients. Because often our ideal clients need our services, need our products, but it's just the way in which we're approaching them and what we're saying and doing. There's a disconnect there. There, and I'm sure that uh, through your support, we're able to communicate in a far deeper way that's going to build that connection. So thank you for coming on the show. And there's your two little dogs there walking in the background. Oh, there they are. <laughs> yes, they, they obviously realise it's time to wrap up. But I also should mention before we go from Business in Heels perspective that yes. I'm an ambassador now, proudly. Right. And we're about to start a program called Step Up. Uh, which is being launched, which will help you grow your brand potential and give you some media experience oh, as well. Fantastic. So keep an eye out for, for that program as yes, well. Yes, uh, I'm sure the ladies will be uh, sharing that in the newsletters and on yes, Facebook they and uh, they can connect you there. All right, thanks so much for coming on the Thank show. Thank you. Bye. Bye.